Welcome, welcome everyone to the first ever episode in the history of the world, Real Life and Fantasy Football. I'm your host, J.P. Morgan. Most people just call me Jason. I've got 35 years of real life experience and 10 years of fantasy football experience. This is going to be a, a fun episode and just a fun podcast in general. I'm really excited about this. This is something that I've been wanting to do for quite a while. So I'm excited to bring this to you guys. This first episode will be just a short intro into what the podcast will be, what future episodes will look like, kind of my why for doing this podcast. And we will dip into a little bit of content today. This will just serve as an intro to fantasy football, kind of terms, definitions, scoring, how it all works, things like that. So yeah, let's hop right in. So why do this podcast? There's hundreds, maybe thousands of fantasy football podcasts. There's over 2 million podcasts in the world, I think. So as you can tell from the title, Real Life and Fantasy Football, it'll be a lot about fantasy football, tips, tricks, ins and outs, news, updates from every week from the games, things like that. But I didn't want it to just be about fantasy football. I didn't want it to just be about a hobby. So hence the real life. So we're going to sprinkle in a little bit of, of real life. We're real people. We have good days and bad days. And yeah, so we'll talk through some of my hobbies, just things going on in the world. I will have some guest speakers most weeks talk through just what's going on in their life a little bit but it'll mostly be about fantasy football. So a little bit more about me. I live in Kansas City with my wife. I love Jesus. My faith is very important to me. Uh, I love connecting with people. Um, I just love people in general. And uh, I've been able to travel a lot around the world, and that has shaped and really impacted my worldview. And so, yeah, I just want to be able to, to share that with you guys, but also talk about Talk about something fun. Talk about fantasy football. Uh, I've won several leagues in the last few years and uh, just want to be able to inform, want to be able to entertain uh, with this podcast. And I've been playing, like I said, for about 10 years. I started with uh, just a little family fantasy football league, uh, brother, dad, cousins, uncles, things like that. And it just started out as a hobby, had no idea what I was doing. And and I just really got more, more into it, dove into it a lot more. My nerdy side really came out, and and it, it became a game for me. It became, uh, yeah, trying to beat your opponent every week, trying to figure out who's going to score what, trying to figure out even season after season. Uh, yeah, just trying to get an edge and. It's a, it's a big world. It's a deep world. You could go down a lot of rabbit trails in fantasy football. But yeah, for now, we'll just take a, a, an overview, you could say. Um, <clears throat> just want to give an intro into fantasy football. Uh, what is it exactly? What is fantasy football? So you pick real-life players from the NFL and you construct your team 
and you usually play in a league with 10 or 12 or 14 other people. And the actual stats from the games on Sunday turn into fantasy points. So, for example, if Patrick Mahomes throws for 300 yards in a game, that would be 12 fantasy points. It's usually 25 yards equals one fantasy point. So if he throws for 300 yards, that's 12 fantasy points. And then if he scores four touchdowns on top of that, that would typically be 16 fantasy points. So four points per passing touchdown. So he would have a total fantasy point of 28 that week. And then you would have running backs and wide receivers on your team and sometimes kickers and a defense, sometimes independent defensive players. And every week, all of your players on your team, their real life stats turn into your fantasy points and you're playing one person in your league that week. And if you score more points than they do, then you win that week. You get a win for the week. Uh, you play out your season in line with the NFL season. And then usually around week 13, 14, or 15, if you have a good enough record, you would then enter into the fantasy playoffs in your league. So you would play. If you win, you'd play the next round. If you get to the championship and win, then you've won your league for that year. So that's very generally how it works. And so a little bit more about scoring. Usually with your quarterback, it's like I said, 25 yards equals one fantasy point. And a lot of leagues, the commissioner or the person in charge of your specific league will go through with, with all the managers, all the team managers, at the beginning of the year and you'll go through and decide on scoring. So maybe instead of four points for a passing touchdown, you want six points. Uh, you can get points for things like a two point conversion for the quarterback. Uh, there's rushing yard stats. So you get uh, one point for every 10 yards that your running back or wide receiver or even quarterback gets. Rushing touchdowns are usually six points. Receiving touchdowns are usually six points. There's even points for kickers. For example, if they make a field goal, uh, that would be three points. If they make a 50-yard field goal, then you get five points. You get points for defense as well. If the defense scores a touchdown, that's six points. Um, so on and so forth. Uh, you can also have uh, some leagues that they have an IDP, an independent, independent defensive player, where they will get points for certain things that they do every week. So that's a general overview of scoring and kind of how it works. Uh, now we'll look at a couple different types of drafts. So I would say the most traditional draft is um, just your, your snake draft, basically, um, all 10 or 12 or 14 or however many people are in your league, um, you get assigned a draft position. So let's say, uh, I am sixth out of, uh, you know, 12. So 
picks one through five would happen. Um, and this would all be decided beforehand. So usually drafts occur during the preseason and within a couple weeks or even the week leading up to the, the start of the NFL season. <coughs> so typical draft, like I said, is the snake draft. That's probably what most people are familiar with that play and just kind of your basic intro type of draft. So you would start the draft and you would start drafting players. Uh, if I was six, then I would get the six pick and it would go on seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. And then instead of starting back again at zero in the second round, or excuse me, starting back at one first pick, then the 12th player would get another pick and they would be the first pick of the second round. So you'd go one through 12, and then in the second round, you'd go 12th person, 11th person, 10th person, all the way down to one. That evens it out a little bit more so that um, the first person drafting doesn't always get the first pick of each round. And also before your draft, you will decide as a league or your commissioner will decide how many roster slots you'll have, how many bench slots you'll have. A typical league is one quarterback, two running backs, two or maybe three wide receivers, a flex spot, which can be a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end. You usually have one tight end spot as well. And Sometimes a kicker, sometimes a defense, an independent defensive player. But I've seen a lot of leagues recently going away from kicker or away from defense. And then you'll have a certain number of bench spots, which are players that are on your team, but they're not in your active roster for that week. So um, that's that's the tricky part about it every week is you set your roster of players active players who will accrue points for you. But let's say you have Aaron Jones running back for the Packers on your bench, which you probably never would do that. But let's say he's on your bench and he scores you 20 points. Well, you don't get any bench points for him. So you have to be very particular and intentional with setting your lineup every week. There's also some leagues that have started to add a super flex position which is the same as a flex, so running back, wide receiver, or tight end, but you add in a quarterback, um, so that puts a, a premium on quarterbacks, which is kind of a fun new twist in a lot of leagues. So anyways, that's your typical traditional league is you do a, a, a snake draft and you have usually 10 to 12 teams and a second type of draft would be an auction draft. So in this draft, instead of having a predetermined draft order for the draft, you are allotted a, a fake budget of, you know, hundred dollars, $200, whatever. And you put bids in on the players you want. And 
So you can you can bid a lot on the really good players, but then you don't have any money left for later in the draft when you need some other players. So it's uh it that that part of it kind of speaks to the to the game to the um, kind of nerdy side of it that that really got me into it was uh, trying to figure out all that you're 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 playing against your opponents as well. You're you're trying to figure out how much they'll bid. Um, how much they'll save, things like that. So it's definitely very mental. So auction draft, I haven't really done too many of those, to be honest, but they are pretty popular. Another type of, of draft or another type of league, I should say, is a dynasty league. Uh, well, I'll go with the keeper league first. So a keeper league is essentially a traditional league where you know you do your draft one year um, but with a keeper league you can choose to keep certain players into the next year but usually there's rules with that so let's say last year you drafted cooper cup he was i think drafted around the fourth round last year so you could keep him this year since he obviously had an amazing season last year but in order to keep him this year, you'd have to give up your fourth round pick in the draft. And some leagues even do it where you have to do it a round up. So you got him in the fourth round last year. You have to give up your third round pick this year. So it also hinders you from keeping a first round pick from last year. If you took someone in the first round last year, you can't, there's nothing above the first round. So, um, so yeah, keeper leagues are, I would say growing in popularity for sure. And um, that's that's part of the game. That's part of the fun of it is trying to figure out who you want to keep, but you're also giving up picks. So it's a, yeah, it's a lot. Dynasty leagues. These are probably my favorite types of leagues. I'm in two dynasty leagues right now and hoping to start another one this year. A dynasty league, you keep all of your players so you do uh, your draft the first year and um, you play with that team throughout that whole year. Typically you have a lot deeper bench. So I think I wanna say there's like 20 or so bench spots and um, you can do trades, uh, trades for other players. You can trade future draft picks and then since you're keeping your team every year, the next year and every sub, uh, you know, subsequent year after that, you only do a rookie draft. So the first year we did, pretty sure it was a 30 round draft, which took an insane amount of time. Uh, but you can also, yeah, do a, a no time limit. So you can just have the draft go on for days and people just get to it when they can. But anyways, do your first draft, the first year, draft 30 players. And then subsequent years when you do your rookie draft, it's only five rounds. So, and the way that draft order is determined is how you finish the previous year. So if you won the championship last year, you'll get the last pick in the rookie draft this year. If you came in last place last year, then you'll get the first pick in the rookie draft this year 
and however many rookies you add during the draft, um, usually it's five, but maybe you've traded away some of your draft picks for other players, or maybe you've traded away your players and you have extra draft picks. However many players you draft, you have to then drop that number of players from your active roster because you can only ever have, in our case, in this league, 30 players. So there's also things like DFS, which is uh, daily fantasy football. <coughs> That's pretty different than a traditional league. In DFS, you literally just pick a team for for that day or that weekend and um, get to change teams every week um, you usually bet on that it's that's a lot a lot different you can you can win some good money if you know what you're doing um, I don't do a whole lot of DFS I did last year and another type of league which I really really like is called a guillotine league so you start off the season with 17 teams, 17 people that are in the league with you. And you do your draft like normal. And instead of playing one person that week to see if you win, you just line up everybody's scores and the lowest score gets chopped. They're out of the league for the rest of the year. And all of their players become free agents. So all of their players are now back into the pool where uh, anyone can pick those up off the, the waiver wire for that next week. And so every week there's one team leaving, one, one person being out of the league, and all their players going back on the waiver wire. So by the end of the year for you know the last week, you just have two teams left and they have you know super teams because all the players have been dropped before that. So I've done that the last three or four years. And yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun because it really challenges you to think differently. So yeah, a lot of fun. There's probably other types of leagues that I missed, but that's a pretty good overview. I, I would say Yeah, a couple different sites where people play, uh, ESPN, Yahoo, and NFL. I would say those are probably the top three hosting websites for uh, for fantasy football to have your leagues. I personally like Sleeper the best. I just like their layout. I like how in-depth they are on player analysis, things like that. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's great, especially for Dynasty League. That's where I'm in. My two Dynasty Leagues is on the Sleeper app. I, I highly recommend Sleeper. And, uh, yeah, Sleeper, you guys can send me a check in the mail. Just kidding, but seriously. Alrighty. So yeah, that's um, that's kind of the quick overview. That's where we'll end today. Uh, like I said, this was just going to be a short podcast, an intro. So we'll uh, 
have a lot more content in weeks to come on future episodes. We'll do some player deep dives. We'll look into trades. We'll look into any developing NFL news, go over the weekly game recaps. You can expect a podcast every week during the regular season. We'll look through just different draft targets. I even want to look at uh, into the real lives of some of the players. Just look at some of their hobbies, interests, how they're um, you know involved in their communities, things like that. I think that would bring a really fun, different aspect to a podcast that at least I've never heard before. So a little fantasy football wisdom here to end the show. Definitely do your homework. There's a lot of free content. There's paid content. You can do mock drafts to practice um, where it's it's not a real league that you're drafting into. It's um, You're just getting getting some reps in. So yeah, definitely, definitely do your homework. Um, I have done a lot of reading, obviously, for free. There's, you know, you can find anything on the internet. Uh, I've done a few things that are paid that uh, I'll definitely say it was worth it. It helped me draft certain players one year, the year that I won our Dynasty League two years ago. Uh, a big part of it was, you know, one example was me drafting James Robinson as a rookie, and he was a running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I got him in the fifth round of my rookie draft, so the last round, and I wouldn't have known anything about him besides this one little blip that I had read in a, you know, I probably paid five or 10 bucks for this whole article that went through different rookies, but it talked about how if, you know, Leonard Fournette went down, James Robinson would be a great asset. And it just so happened that Leonard Fournette happened to be traded that year, uh, I think early on. And James Robinson stepped right in and he had an incredible, I think, record setting rookie year. And so getting him for super cheap in the fifth round uh, was a big part of me, you know, having enough points every week and and winning my league. Um, Things like, yeah, well, there's a lot to go into, but we'll get into that in the future weeks. So I say that to say that for me, the paid content has worked out. Uh, I don't do a whole lot of it. Another incredible resource, I would say, at least for me, has been uh, the Fantasy Footballers podcast. They have an ultimate draft kit that they put out every year, and it goes through rankings. It goes through uh, strength of schedule. They have you know draft charts, um, cheat sheets. So that's one thing that I do pay for, and that has helped me out a lot too. So if you're just starting out, I would say don't pay for anything. Um, Just try to listen to a lot of good free podcasts that are out there. Yeah. Do your, do your research kind of on your own. And as you get into it, if it's something you want to invest in, go for it. Last little nugget of fantasy football wisdom. The team you draft is never the team you end the season with. So it, it's good to do a lot of homework on the front end for your draft, but you also got to be flexible in season. You can't be 
you know, stuck to a guy just because, oh, I drafted him in the fifth round. Well, if he's not producing for you in week six, then, and someone else is that's on the waiver wire that no one's really picking up, then you need to grab him. Your, your team at the end of the year will look uh, a lot different than, than what you draft. So yeah, that was some fantasy football wisdom. I'll give a little bit of real life wisdom as well. I just give people a break. Um, I think we need to do better at giving people some grace. You don't really know what everybody's going through. So giving people a little, a little grace can go a long way. And then secondly, I would say care less about what people think of you. We, in general, waste a lot of energy trying to figure out what people think of us. But I think if people just, you know, you do you. If people did themselves more often, just be who you are, be who you were created to be, and worry less about what other people think of you, I think it'd be a, a better world. So that's all I got, folks. That's real life and fantasy football. Thanks for sticking with me here on the first episode. Uh, We'll have a lot more to come, and uh, have a good day. Catch you later.